everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Wednesday to you all my friends. I hope that you're having a fantastic day. Just a reminder that this week's um, title for our theme is helpful journal prompts, which also leads to like not just journal prompts if you don't write in a journal, but also um, uh, questions and thoughts for you to consider during meditation time or quiet time. And today, Wednesday specifically, we're talking about the prompt, what do you spend too much of your time doing? But before we jump into that, I do want to again welcome you to the show, um, whether it's your first time or you are coming back to listen again. Thank you so much either way. And again, happy Wednesday. I hope that your day is going well, whether it's just beginning in the middle or towards the end. I do want to remind you that if you are having a hard day or just struggling with how your day is going, I encourage you to take the five-minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes by yourself to restart, reboot, reset your day right then and there, and it allows you to kind of um, draw a line in the sand and move on from the stressful part of your day, the day that just had so many problems, you know, you're just able to like move forward, restart your day and um, enjoy the rest of your day immensely more than you would if you still had ever all that stuff um, dragging behind you, you know, burdening you. Um, so also with the five minute reset, you can take a break from all those burdens and problems and issues that you were dealing with that are kind of weighing you down. And if you are dealing with any problems um, directly with someone, uh, take some time to create a resolution so you can bring that back and hopefully move forward from that problem. The other um, part I always encourage everyone to do is to create a list of at least four things that you are grateful for. Those can be big things, small things, medium-sized things. Um, They can be big things as big as grateful for another day to um, breathe and walk and talk and speak and uh, see with your eyes. It can be as as small as being grateful that you saw um, some wild deer in your in in the back of your house like through the window this morning as you're having your morning coffee or just having your morning breakfast time and you just saw it and just you know brought you joy um or it can be something in the middle as grateful as um feeling super productive at work um being able to take a nap during your lunch hour or that you are able to um, apply to get promoted or get a raise or something like that. So you can literally be grateful for anything which makes the list endless and it makes it super easy just to create those gratitude lists and practice um, being grateful every single day. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, not positive about the rest of your day because hopefully despite what you're going through, um, focusing in and reviewing that that. Uh, grateful that gratitude list you'll realize that you still have amazing blessings and positive things happening in your life despite what you're going through and I'm not here to diminish anything that you are going through Um, I just want to uh, let you know that it's so much easier to get through those hard times if you're focusing in on the positive things but I do hope that you're having a good day and um, like I said at the top of the show today's prompt is what do you spend too much of your time doing? Um, So let's just hop right into it. Today's question is more practical than the rest, but I do want you to know that it is still as important as the others. And just because something is more practical and maybe wouldn't 
take as much deep thought as the other questions doesn't make it any any less than um, it just makes it to be a different way in a different um, opportunity a perspective of what's going on in your life and how it maybe affects and touches everything else um, and there are so many things in our lives that can be considered time wasters or not a good use of our time that could be delegated to someone else or just not done at all because it's not necessary and you might think that everything in your life right now that you do is necessary but that might just be a function of habit and just doing it every day and maybe it doesn't actually play into your um, daily routine as much as you think it does or it doesn't bring you that much benefit, not as much as you think it does. And so I encourage you to take some time to really journal about this or meditate about it or just think about it quietly in your quiet time um, to really consider is there anything in your life that is uh, time wasters and again don't settle into the easy feeling of no my life is super efficient everything works well together well just because everything works well together still doesn't mean that it is the most efficient or that it's actually something that you need to be doing you could easily cut out a couple steps in your life probably to make things more efficient if that's your goal um, but also you could cut some things out just because they're not um, benefiting you in any major way and honestly if they're taking away from an opportunity to put something else more important in that slot then you should really consider that and I really encourage you to ask yourself this question and journal and or think about it because it can reveal what might be causing you extra stress if you are spending time doing something um, that is taking up too much time or really bringing you down so if you find that you've been really utterly stressed um, but you feel like your routine hasn't necessarily changed maybe you should you know take a step back and use a wider perspective to analyze what your routine is and if you know maybe things have just gotten more crazy at work and projects outside of work and then certain tasks in your life are just taking up too much time where you need to re-shift um, like the amount of time that you spend on certain things which is healthy and normal and seasons change you know we go from different seasons of life all the time so it's important to realize if we need to shift our budget of time around that's totally fine but you might also need to get rid of something or take something out um, to make things fit a little bit better and be more comfortable and not as stressful so let me share with you some things in your life that could be time wasters again as every time I read a list this is in no way a comprehensive full list of all things that could be time wasters um, these are just a few examples that I thought that I would pull out that I feel like might resonate with some of you um, and that were I feel like important to mention so the first one is checking your email all the time and I'm I, I this is super this is super practical. I apologize. I'm going to try to edit out my little weirdness, but I thought a spider dropped on me, so I had to take a quick break to figure that out. But um, checking your email all the time, it's kind of a practical thing, um, but you don't necessarily need to be checking your email like every minute of every day. Um, I would say not even every 10 minutes. So let's say in theory that you sit at a desk all day and you um, have your email up and it's just going. So I would say that that's okay, 
but I would say that if you don't have it up and you're constantly bringing it up every five minutes, um, it, I feel like it's unlikely that you're going to need to check your email like literally every five minutes. I understand the need and importance of checking your email for work because you don't want to leave your boss or clients hanging or whomever you need to get back to. Um, you know, there is that kind of um, situation where I work full time, but it's important to have um, some separation from that. But if you can't and you have to constantly just, you know, you have your email up and you just have like um, something that I would consider doing is if you could just have like a notification sound so that maybe you can have your email sitting in a tab in the background while you do whatever else you need to do. And if it does ding, then you can go and check it really quick and then get back. You don't need to constantly be refreshing it all the time um, so that you are wasting so much time checking your email all the time. And this goes even more so for if you're checking your email like outside of work hours, if you're constantly checking it on your phone, not only does it waste phone battery, um, it just wastes your time. You're always looking into it. I would say that if you need, if you are the type of person that um, really has to stay on top of your emails, I would say just limit it to once every half hour or once every hour if you feel like that's reasonable. But every five or 10 minutes is a little much. Um, plus, a lot of us get a lot of coupons, um, website uh, sending us random stuff, newsletters, things that we don't need. So you might um, feel like, oh, well, mail's coming in, but it's not necessarily going to be like crucial emails um, every second of every day. So I would just consider kind of like taking a step back if you find that that's something that you do of not checking your email as much because it'll really help you to save time and not waste as much time. Um, so the next one is saying yes when you know you can't. So this is really one that has to do with boundaries and if you are not new here you'll know that I talk about personal boundaries all the time. I even did a whole week of episodes on personal boundaries so I encourage you to go listen to those if you are interested in that kind of information but um, it's important that you will you will end up wasting so much of your time if you do say yes <laughs> when you know that you can't, when you know that you don't have the time or the capacity to do whatever that person is asking you to do. And really consider this, like if you're if someone's asking you to come help them and you just don't have the time, you have so many projects to do, so many things stacked up, your family is super busy. Um, even if you want to be caring and charitable and loving, if you don't have the time, you don't have the time. Or let's say you're going through a really stressful time in your life and you don't um, have the capacity inside of you to um, be able to help someone else with what they're going through, um, I would just encourage you to really, really, really think about it before you say yes. And just be honest and say no if you don't have the time or the capacity to um, engage in whatever this person is asking of you. You know, we waste so much time giving in to what pe other people are asking us to do when we don't even take that time for ourselves. So I can I would, I would um, suggest and encourage you to really think about what your actual capacity is and make sure that you create boundaries and say no when you need to say no and don't say yes just out of guilt or like you people people pleasing um, um, feelings because I, I totally understand that but you just got to create those boundaries and say no when you need to say no. Don't be afraid to do that. Everyone needs to have those boundaries. Uh, the next one is distractions. So this could be maybe in your 
your work day, um, not having the TV on if that's a distraction for you. I know some people will work better with like um, like a YouTube video or something or podcast playing in the background, but other people will not. Or if you do work from home and you have kiddos that are at home, maybe finding um, some sort of way to have them not interrupting you all the time if you find them like between Zoom call meetings and whatever else they're involved in, um, wanting to run and play and hang out with you and ask you questions, but you really need to be dialed in and focused on work. I totally get that. You just need to set some boundaries of like, okay, hey, you know, we're going to why don't you just come in and check in with me every half an hour unless it's an emergency, that kind of thing, or really just find a space where you can focus in and get work done. If you have older kids who are able to manage their daily um, school from home um, schedule, like like that's how it is with my child. She is um, almost a teenager and she is able to just manage her schedule herself and we just check in like maybe like once or twice during the actual school time because generally she doesn't need me for anything and she knows that I am busy doing work as well um but yeah I can see how you know if you have yelling kiddos that could be a distraction that won't be as easy to solve but something that you can work on um some other distractions could be checking social media all the time so maybe you should um put some limits on that if you do find yourself always checking and always wanting to know what's up and have that like FOMO kind of feelings. Um, And then other distractions could just be, let's see, what could other distractions be? Um, Oh, maybe if you just like always want to get up and like get a snack or like text your friend, you just got to set limits with yourself and be like, okay, I'm only going to get up and get a snack maybe like once every hour or two hours. You know, I understand that if you're sitting down all day, you're going to want to get up and take breaks and stretch. So maybe like once an hour for a couple minutes, if you're allowed that in your work, whatever. Or um, if you need to text your friends, just say that you're only going to text them during like your little mini breaks or during like your lunch hour or when work is over. You just got to set your own personal limits and be disciplined and abide by those things so you don't let the distractions fully take up so much of your time and you waste so much time when you're actually supposed to be doing work or some other project that you are committed to. The next one is not being organized. You can waste a lot of time by not being organized. So if you don't have systems in place in your home, like where you're supposed to leave your purse, your wallet, your keys, um, where you take your shoes off and where your hat and your gloves and your scarf and your and your coat lives, um, if you don't have a system for how where the dishes go like if they end up overflowing out of the sink do you put them on the side of the sink or do you have a system of every time you leave go from upstairs to downstairs do you just like make sure that there aren't any dishes or anything that needs to go downstairs as well I'm not saying you have to do that every single time but it can definitely help with efficiency and keeping everything going um let's see other things to be organized if you have like one central place in your home where you keep uh, things that need to be restocked like toilet paper um uh nasal tissue um like bath soap and stuff like that if that can really help to organize those things so you know where to go when you need it um and then there's so many other ways to be organized like let's say you if you do work from home full time then just being organized um in your workspace by like having all of your stationary in one spot and make sure you have like a your phone charger and your computer and anything else that you need just organized so that you're easily able to just grab something when you need it and not like shuffling around running around trying to figure out where everything is if everything has like if most things, not everything, 
because not everyone is wired to be super um, overly organized. I get that. Um, but if mostly everything like has like a place where it's going to be or at least has a room where it lives, then you're going to be better off and you're going to be able to get to those things a lot quicker and make decisions a lot quicker if you're able to just round up with what you need and then move on. The next one is not, um, sorry, the next one is doing everything yourself. So I understand that maybe you're a single parent or you're just single in general and you don't feel like you can really um, have the luxury of having other people do things for you. But if you work in an office, it's possible that you might be able to delegate some tasks of your work to someone else if that's possible or if you have the means, the financial means to delegate work and pay someone else to do something else like to clean your home or to walk your dogs or to... um, just come and like maybe do your lawn care or whatever it may be, then that could be super helpful. Or maybe you have kids and you do work full time during the day and maybe you want to hire someone that will come in and help to supervise them during school or to be a nanny or what have you. That could really help you um, manage that so that you can focus on work but then someone is also giving the attention to your children that they will need because I understand this is a really hard time for parents who work full-time but also have their kids um, going to school from home like that sounds like a disaster if you don't primarily work from home like I don't even understand how parents do it um because like I do I work from home full-time but that's but that's what I do like I work from home I don't work in an office um anymore and so it's really easy for me to be here for our daughter when she's doing school from home however she is old enough to be home alone if we did have to work at an office so it'd still work out but I do feel better being here for her while you know she's doing school because it's not like the most fun but it's better for her to have the support here. Um, But yeah, if you're able to delegate workout or have someone else do something for you by paying them to do that, that can be really helpful. Maybe you have family members or friends that want to just chip in and help um, by coming, coming over and maybe helping you get things organized or someone that loves to help you meal prep at the top of the week or help you organize your home in whatever way you need. Um, But if you're able to delegate that, that'll help definitely help you waste, uh, not waste time on tasks when you could be doing something else, especially if you need to be doing something else. The next one is comparing yourself to others. Obviously, this is not something you want to waste your time on. I know it's a really hard habit to break if it's something that you do constantly engage in. I am talking to myself as well right now. I constantly compare myself to other people when you don't even know um, what they're going through on the back end. You like they're in a totally different season of life than you, so it's not really fair for you to compare yourself. And I understand the glitz and the glamour of seeing people on social media, and it feels like you're in the same season of life but they're doing so much better or they have so much more success but really truly you don't you don't know all the work and the time that it goes into have they that they have going you don't have know all the work and the time that is going into them succeeding in the way that they are and you don't even know if they're truly happy you know because social media is generally a highlight reel with you know some people more and more wanting to be more authentic and transparent but you don't know exactly what they're going through. You don't know 
what's really going on behind the scenes despite what they may share with you. So you have to understand that anyone that you're directly comparing yourself with, um, it's just unfair because you know, you never know. You Someone might be looking at your life and wishing they had yours because maybe it's more um, stress-free and more efficient, straightforward, um, and then not as busy as their life might be. You know what I mean? Or vice versa. So um, it's important to stop wasting your time comparing yourself to others because it'll never benefit you or change who you are and where you are in life. It'll just bring you down and and uh, drag you down and make you feel like you're even more behind than you initially were. And the last one that I want to share with you is trying to please everyone. This is also something that I struggle with. I am a people pleaser. I want everyone to be happy. I want to do my best to just um, push away any of my feelings and desires and put everyone else's first, which is not healthy because you just lose yourself in that process. I was talking to my therapist about that today. It's like at the, the price that you pay for wanting everyone to be happy and be pleased is you're, you're sacrificing yourself and who you are and what you want, which is not fair. Um, it's fine to want to be accommodating sometimes and be nice and caring, but trying to please everyone all the time is exhausting and you will burn out and then it will just turn into a big ball of flame and it'll be all for nothing. That's exactly how I view it. So... So really just ask yourself, what are some time wasters in your life and how can you eliminate those things for less stress and better time spent? I truly believe that asking yourself this question and engaging in the exercise of meditation, quiet time, or journaling will really help you to identify what you need to cut out so that your life can be more efficient and better spent doing other things <laughs> that are more benefit benefited to you than these little things that kind of just we feel like we have to do or just get kind of in the mix of our daily routine so okay you guys well that's it thank you so much for listening to the real positive girl podcast again my name is sabrina i appreciate you coming back and listening i and i hope that you come back and listen to the rest of the episodes for this week talking about helpful journal prompts and again if you're new welcome thank you so much for stopping by listening downloading everyone you're amazing i appreciate it you're definitely making my dreams come true um and i apologize that if you are listening to this episode and I'm not sounding as cheerful or excited about um, today's episode is nothing to reflect. It doesn't reflect on the podcast or the topic at all. It really is just as a reflection of me having a really hard emotional day, to be honest, but I know that I still want to show up for you guys and uh, share the content and the research and be here for you despite what I may be personally going through, plus a distraction to help me not focus in on my own personal problems. So again, thank you for that opportunity. So check the description, check the description box for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram, my email address. Um, but until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.